In my defense, I think about murdering a lot of people. You can't even say I was leading the witness. He started talking about how he wants to murder this dude. Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two friends who refuse to meet in real life give each other plenty of reasons to stick to that opinion. So I, I think with the pandemic and COVID and everything, driving everybody to be home more often or even working from home when they weren't before, a lot of people last year went really hard on the Christmas decorations that probably don't usually or went harder. Um, so we had a lot of Christmas decorations around us. We got in the game a little bit, but didn't have much. And now it's Halloween time and we're finding that most of those same families are also going hard on Halloween that never cared at all. Like maybe they put a pumpkin on their porch and it's like, there you go. That's that's fall <laughs> slash Halloween. I don't care. So there's lots of different lights and setups to look at. And, you know, with Christmas, it's all almost exclusively joy. And with Halloween, you get some joy, some some uh, horror. Well, definitely some horror. I was going for the in-between, like, you know, joyful, kind of like Nightmare Before Christmas. Jor! Okay, Joror. There you go. That's the worst portmanteau I've ever heard. Joror. I could have said, even say Horoy, it. and that'd be, that's no. worse. This <laughs> sounds like you're bad at Spanish. <laughs> or being Irish or something, I don't know. Hoy! Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that there definitely are some, uh, we went look, looking at lights last night and a neighborhood that I haven't driven around for Halloween lights before Halloween decorations. And there's some that have inflatables and they're fun and ghosts hanging out of the tree. Like that seems to be the, the key. Like everybody's going to do some kind of variation on ghosts hanging from the tree because it's super simple. Like you, you know, make a ghost, however you're going to make one and then hang it from the tree. And when the wind blows, it looks like a creepy ghost and you put up. You know, five of them because they're quick, pretty quick to make. There's one house we drove by that I don't know if they always have this like iron fence around their yard. It looked like not because it wasn't actually around their yard. It was like a section of their yard. So I think they did this just for Halloween, but they had like a graveyard inside it and like these slowly animating skeletons. Like we're driving by everything and I'm pointing out, you know, to my son and my daughter as well. Like, okay, look out that window. Now look out that window. Ooh, creepy dragon. Oh, yeah, that one's your favorite, isn't it? Yeah. And we come to that one. I start pointing it out, and I'm like, oh, don't actually look at that one. That one's terrifying. <laughs> like, I like how you tell your children what their favorite is. No, no, I agree with them. I'm not telling them. <laughs> I'm not directing them. That one's your favorite. Like that one. Love it. Love it. No, it's a, it's a dragon. You see how it's just a bunch of pumpkins on the porch? That's why we do it, because it's your favorite. No, like son points out, like, you know, a dragon, and he loved Christmas dragons this past year, so he, he loves dragons. So I say, oh, isn't that one great? I'm like, yeah, dragon! And I look at it closer, and I'm like, <laughs> whisper to my wife, actually, that's a sea serpent. Should I tell him? She's like, no. <laughs> you already said dragon. Do you want to crush his hopes and dreams? <laughs> like, it doesn't have arms or legs. It's definitely a sea serpent. Someday he's got to know that. But yeah, th so there's some that are like terrifying that I'm just like, ugh. A, don't put that out in your yard for everybody else to see. And B, don't show that to my children. <laughs> Admittedly, I'm the one showing it to my children. But <laughs> having it having it be in between two other houses that are just mirth and merriment uh, is is confusing to my, I don't know, not horror-loving brain. Like, I'm fine with uh, Nightmare Before Christmas characters and... Uh, Frankenstein. There's there's tons of Frankenstein's. Like there's a lot of inflatable Frankenstein's. Like some that look like 
My favorite was one that was like a chibi Frankenstein because it was tiny body, giant head, but the giant head is clearly supposed to be like Boris Karloff. <laughs> it's like real human face on this giant bulbous inflatable head. And I'm, my wife was like, who is that? Why is that one look so weird? I'm like, I think it's supposed to be an actual person, like a human being that died. And yeah, it's weird. <laughs> this person actually found Boris Karloff's grave, dug him up, stuck his head on a Frankenstein. That's dedication. That's why it's our daughter's favorite. Definitely not. No. I, her favorites were, I, I don't know, a giant praying mantis or, uh, yeah, a cartoon character that's like, oh, Halloween, because th- th- this is just a, a Christmas decoration, but you put a green light on it, so spooky. <laughs> yeah. Lights. They're fun until they're not. <laughs> I love Halloween decorations. I think it's a good time. I'm always glad when they come down because there's just a sense of relief when all the Halloween decorations come down and you're like, okay, the next time I see a dead body in my neighbor's yard, I know how to react. There were some people around here that got into it way too early and in an alarm, not alarming way, but uh, so like, I think it was like mid-September. They started, I think because they were building it and they wanted to you know, make sure it looked good before Halloween actually came. They built a casket which wasn't i wouldn't say it was child-sized so it's not that creepy but it's definitely not like a, none of the adults i don't think of the house could fit in this thing either so i don't know what the point of it was but so they built like a velvet lined i mean it was probably just fur but it, it just felt probably inside it but it looked like velvet lined casket and like leaned it up against the tree and opened it so it's just like an open casket leaning against their tree no other halloween <laughs> no pumpkins no nothing <laughs> just this casket leaning against a tree for like two weeks before other stuff started finally appearing and i'm like I think the timing was just off, maybe. <laughs> I hope the timing was off. If they didn't just lose a body, it's like, well, leave the casket there until we find it. We don't want to lose the casket, too. It'll come back. <laughs> yeah. You know how zombies are. You just leave the door open, they come back in. Do zombies live in caskets? I don't think that's a thing. You know what seven-year-old vampires are like? They run away, and then they come back around 3 a.m. Once the sun starts coming up, they know what they need to do. They'll turn into bats and come back. Oh, that actually really plays it well into, so when we were coming home from looking at lights, uh, it was getting very dark. It was dusk. And uh, my wife said, oh, a bat. And my daughter's like, you know what, where? Like in the trees or what, what, what inflatable did you, did I miss? And she's like, no, an actual bat. And my daughter immediately was like on the defensive, like, wait, bats? Isn't it too, it's too warm here for bats. Are there, there couldn't be, What? <laughs> We just had to kind of drop it on her at the moment of like, no, there's there's bats in this area. If you're out this late and you hear something like fly over your head, it's probably not a bird. It's probably a bat. And just be cool with that because, you know, whatever. And she, <laughs> because we ain't going to deal with it. No, no. I mean, I've heard of people around here like getting them stuck in their attics or whatever and having to chase them out of the house. And I really hope I never have to do that. But, uh, yeah, I, I will commend her for very quickly being okay with it. Uh, maybe because it's you know like on, not on her, so she's not freaking out. But she immediately was like, "Oh, I just saw a bat too." I think it's like probably not, but sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll encourage that. I guess it's not terror. So, yes, you saw a bat. Good job, honey. When I was in high school or junior high or some, some when I was young, there was a bat stuck in the condo where we were at the lake, and I was the one that discovered the bat because I was sitting there pooping, looked up in the corner. There's a bat staring back down at me. And that's when I learned bats have very, very judgmental faces. Like, uh, you really should be wiping more than that? Or <laughs> your like, wife can't be that impressed, can she? 
what, what judgment are we talking? Well, I thought it was about how stinky my poop was, but maybe it was about the size of my ding dong. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Now I'm self-conscious again, Jason. Because a bat's wiener's not very big. I have to be bigger than a bat's wiener. But what about it if it's doing like like size of body? I don't know what. Now I gotta Google how big a bat's wiener is and compared to its body. This is my day now, Jason. This is my day now. You're welcome. I, I no! my job is done here. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I mean, if it's truly a vampire and also Dracula, you know that he's got it going on. So you know that's why he's probably judging you. So that that's probably what it was. It was actually a vampire, and so he knows he's got something. That's a very good wife. point. <laughs> But, rewind, you think vampires have a big hog? Like, wh- where does this stereotype come from? I don't know about big hog necessarily, but they, uh, I guess you're right. They probably, they're very good at uh, uh, the hypnotizing. They're not necessarily good at the, you know, following through maybe. So maybe, maybe it's just because of the hypnotizing. They, you know, they're like, oh, you're going to enjoy my giant hog. <laughs> and the woman's like, oh, actually, I've seen bigger. Tell me it's the biggest you've ever seen. That might be what def- they actually define as a micro penis. <laughs> no, you've never seen bigger. <laughs> you are amazed at the size of the sausage. That's why you know that Frankenstein is packing because a, if you're going to build a dude out of different people's body parts, you're going to pick a big one. And two, he's no charmer. If Bright of Frankenstein is going to stick around, he's got to be bringing something to the table. So uh, there's a there's a few houses in our neighborhood that really go all out for Halloween decorations, uh, but <sighs> none of them really impress me anymore because I used to live by a guy, his thing, like his hobby, his all year everything was to build one skeleton or one Halloween decoration. Usually it was a skeleton of some kind. One year it was a witch, what like, but he would get a bunch of fiberglass. He had a bunch of tools, like, and he was in his garage working on. These elaborate, custom, homemade, super realistic Halloween decorations, which was really cool. It was always really fun to see what new stuff he'd bring out. And my son kind of got used to going up to, to spooky stuff at a young age because these were people that we liked in the neighborhood. And we wanted, always wanted to make sure to go visit them. And it was always really fun to be walking home from work and see my neighbor in the garage and be like, hey, how's it going? And he'd like hold up a spine and wave it. <laughs> And just be like, hey! And I'm like, ah, that's, what... that's our serial killer. Yeah, exactly. That's when you're like, oh, must be September. He's back <laughs> at it. And then you look at the calendar. It's like, it's April. <laughs> and your eyes get really big. And honey, I think we finally have a problem. <laughs> uh, turns out, six years ago, you were right. Yes. I think Roger's been covering up his serial killer habit with Halloween decorations. <laughs> you could do that. I swear you could kill a vagrant, strip the skin off his body, and put it up in your yard in October, and no one would call the cops on you. So long as it uh, played, this is Halloween, this is Halloween, it'd be like, aww, <laughs> this person's in the spirit. That has to have been the plot of a uh, crime procedural or something. Like somebody gets killed and they're like embalmed and held against their will as a Halloween decoration on somebody. Yeah. Or, or somebody is literally murdered and their bones are used to make a skeleton that somebody puts in their yard. That has to be that. that that's too good not to have been used in a movie or TV show. I don't think it has because big Halloween's trying to keep down the truth. 
I think he just came out and said it would have to be a vagrant. <laughs> Murder a vagrant and put him in your yard. <laughs> Don't have time to go to Lowe's. I got a life hack for you. <laughs> and that person that's constantly walking by that nobody seems to care about and doesn't have a family. They could be on your rocking chair, scaring the children. Okay. This reminds me of what I wanted to talk about and I never made the notes up. All right. Last week, after we got done recording, I go for my run. I'm out. I'm running. I'm enjoying the cool air. I'm enjoying the fall leaves. I'm enjoying the podcast that I'm listening to. You don't run, right? I'm not just like making an assumption about you. You don't run. Uh, I have run. I, I, I don't run. I walk, and I walk ridiculously fast because I have very long legs. Okay. But currently, I don't do any of these, no. Okay. Runners out there will know that when you're running, sometimes someone, usually another runner, will give you a high five just to encourage you to keep going. So I'm running, running towards a bus stop. There's a dude in the high five position. I'm like, this guy's he gets it. He's going to high five me. Then I got a little closer. I'm like, that's not the high five position. That's just a guy holding his hand in a weird way. Then I got a lot closer. I'm like, what's that smell? Then I got even closer. This dude waiting for his, the bus with his hand up in a position that made me almost high five him had poop all over his hand. Ugh. I think someone should kill him and use him as a Halloween decoration. <laughs> This man annoys me. Someone go kill him. <laughs> no, no. Not annoys me. This is a betrayal of every social moray and my own personal trust. I almost high-fived him. I mean, that that would have been bad. And also, poop on the hand is not great. But waiting for the bus? Like, he's just going to be riding like that on the bus? And heaven forbid somebody tries to give him a high-five on the bus, which, you know, probably not, because people probably keep to themselves on public transportation. But... To just be, I don't know that they would let you on the bus. He's clearly not trying to hide it. That's the thing about the bus. There's no bouncer on the bus. I mean, there is. It's called the bus driver. They will not let you on the bus if you have crap on your hands, I would hope. But, I mean, there's also got to be grass or uh, cement around. You can wipe most of it off. Like I know. That's why I think it's okay to kill him. <laughs> I, I'm not going to endorse that far, but definitely need, something needs to be done here. Like that's when my son has a runny nose and I, it, it's like boogers coming out and we're outside and I'm like, I have no tissues and I'm not using my shirt because I don't want to do that. That's gross. Find me a leaf. Find me a good leaf and I can wipe his nose. It's basically a tissue. It's nature's tissue and put it down and more. I was just like, that's gross. Don't put that back. I'm like, is somebody going to find the one leaf and pick it up and be like, oh, this beautiful leaf. Oh, gross. I'm going to press this in my family Bible and save it forever. <laughs> I wish. So, yeah, they're not going to find your poop leaf or your area of ground where you wiped poop because Lord knows there's probably been a dog that's gone there. Like, that's what I thought you meant is, like, the dog pooped and he didn't have a bag or whatever. So he, like, had to pick it up and, like, okay, I just got to carry this. But if he's just standing there with a poop hand, it's like, I <laughs> I need to know what happened. Like, I need to know the steps that happened before this. But also, I'm pretty sure I know and I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it confirmed for me. I'm pretty sure he just pooped and had nothing to wipe with, so he wiped with his hand, and now he's getting on the bus to go back home and clean up. But lo, lo and behold, he did not know that he's going to be murdered before he gets home because <laughs> I 
that's Steve almost high fived him. And yes, it would be. And yes, it would be pure justice to embalm him and put him on your yard. But you would probably do it as a skeleton, which is less scary than actually just having a dude out there with poop on his hand trying to high five people. Yes, I agree. I, I feel like I would seriously have to think about moving if that <laughs> happened in my neighborhood. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fairly big neighborhood. There's a lot of houses around us, all different directions around us. But it's also everybody you see in everybody in the neighborhood, like everybody walking around. You know, they're always walking their dogs or just out for a walk or whatever. So it'd be hard to move in and be that guy that did that and ever show your face again. Well, you know, like everyone has neighborhood nicknames for everyone who's out and about. This guy would forever be Fecal Fingers. <laughs> fecal Fingers. Like we never actually learned your name. What? What, what was your name again? Fred. <laughs> Did you say Fred? Freddy Fecal Fingers. <laughs> You're making it to be a fun children's character. That's not. It's no, no, this is fun. not as fun, children. If there was someone outside your window waving poop fingers at you going, I'm Freddy Fecal Fingers. That's not a cute, whimsical story. That is a person that you go out and murder in self-defense. And literally, no judge on the planet would be like, no, you should go to jail for that. Everyone's going to be like, he did what? Fecal finger? Fecal finger? And you only killed him once? You are a saint, sir. I'm going to get you canonized. Only killed him once. <laughs> I, I welcome to Steve doesn't understand how the <laughs> system of law works. Steve doesn't understand a lot of things, but he understands you don't stand outside someone's window and wave your poop fingers at him. I also understand that's not actually happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, neither is his held murder. His, held his hand up in a position that you thought he wanted to high five. He was just trying to keep the poo off the rest of his body, and yet murder. Is the first thing that came to mind. In my defense, I think about murdering a lot of people. Good. No, no. Keep talking. <laughs> I think they'll be able to trace this call in about two minutes. <laughs> What's that? I, got, I just got a text. Keep him on the line. We're almost there. Okay. No problem. I didn't even bring up this subject. He did. <laughs> you can't even say I was like leading the witness. He started talking about how he wants to murder this dude. There's literally no entrapment. I was just trying to talk about how Frankenstein has a big schlong. It's not going to be hard to find the body. Like he put it in his yard. He told you. He embalmed it and put it in his yard. No? That, okay, find the skeleton then. That's the dude's bones. <laughs> dude is dead. See that skeleton with poop on his finger bones? That's him. The poop samples match. Worst crime procedural ever. All the PNA SV evidence. SV poo. <laughs> <laughs> you get the chong chong and then. <laughs> <laughs> You made it through another episode of Then You Ruined It. If you still want to hear more from us, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. Digital Strips.